0: This came out in February of this year, but I hadn't seen it until I saw an article about it, and it's from the Journal of Amer- American Medical Association, and it talks about a different framework to achieve universal coverage in the U.S., and what they're talking about here is, like, I don't know if you see here, the U.S. spends substantially more on healthcare per capita than any other high-income con- country, yet... Leaves a greater share of the population uninsured. So, so many people don't have insurance. So many people, or have poor insurance. And it's fascinating when you read this article, which is written, you know, by a PhD or two PhDs, it, that are within the healthcare field, and they're talking. All they're talking about is cost, 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 cost. And, you know, it, it's like there's a growing research of body research and these barriers that often encourage. Incremental policy approaches to expanding coverage—that the problem isn't getting more coverage, right? The problem is that the coverage isn't what people want or need. And to be completely honest, I don't want to be part of insurance anyway. So, what? And because they're talking about having a universal health care, yeah, I, I agree. I think there should be a universal health care where everybody gets a basic standard. Amount of health care. If you're a citizen of this country, you should get a basic standard amount of health care. I think that's a valid point. What I think is more important is what's why don't they call it what it is, which is let's call that sickness care, right? Let's call it crisis care, sickness care, because it's not health insurance. Health insurance doesn't pay for you to be healthy. Health insurance pays for you when you're pays when you're sick to get healthy. But let's call it what, it, what health insurance really is, is chiropractic. Because that's not health insurance, that's health assurance. The difference, right, change that I to an A, right, is health assurance. That's what we really need to be, to, to push to our patients, um, is to understand, like, listen, you got to have your health insurance. I get it. A crisis is a crisis. Something happens. You, you know, slip or fall and you break something or... Someone has some kind of whatever going on. Of course, go to the ER, and and you need insurance to pay for that because the prices are outrageous. But that's not health care. That's like you go to the mechanic to fix the car when it's broken. That's broken care, right? You come to us, and a lot of people come to us when they're somewhat broken. But then you stay with us to to stay healthy and get healthier. And that's the salutogenesis. Salutogenesis is healthcare that is based upon the concept that says you can never be too healthy. There's never a stop to health. Just like this, you know, if you really think about it, there's never a stop to how much money you can actually make. You can just make unlimited amounts of money based upon what it is that you do. And look at someone like, you know, Bill Gates, you know, or all these other people who are worth hundreds of you know, Amazon. What that guy's name, Jeff Bezos. I can't imagine how much money this guy must be making every second. You know, from every click on Amazon. Like holy comoly, I can't even imagine. You know, even just makes a penny, an order, the guy's a trillionaire, right? So, so there's no limit to the amount of money you can make, but there's also no limit to, to how healthy you can get. But you can't get healthy, in the traditional manner. Right? You can only, to me, get healthy if you do things that aren't covered by health insurance. And that's where chiropractic comes in. And to me, like, when you think about this whole insurance industry, and they're thinking about it, maybe advantageous to be bigger a policy that says a social floor, a basic policy, that'd be available to everyone. Yes, but that still is not going to fix the problem. This country is still going to have the highest infant mortality rate in the industrialized world. It's still going to have the highest mom mortality rate in the industrialized world. We're still going to be ranked like 50th in the industrialized countries in terms of our life expectancy. All these things. You know, I, I told you a couple of weeks ago, an author came out saying, we're the only country in the world that has not gone back up after the COVID drop in life expectancy. We're the only top country that hasn't gone up. And it's because we're barking up the wrong tree. We're looking at the wrong things. We're coming up with the wrong ideas. The concept has to be salutogenesis. And that's what we need to teach our patients, is what can you do to get healthier and then stay healthier and keep on adding healthy things? Because when they start getting adjusted, they suddenly start eating better. When they start getting adjusted, they suddenly start working out. When they start getting adjusted, they suddenly stop watching negative things. When they start getting adjusted, they suddenly act more positive and happy. Right, so when they get adjusted, things change that we don't see in a non-adjusted population. And that, like, so when we see these kind of articles out there and they're talking about this universal healthcare approach, yeah, great idea, everybody should have a basic thing. I agree with that, but it's not going to fix the actual issue, which is what it's paying for isn't working. That's the real problem. Is that it's not that that who's paying for it or how much they're paying for it is that. That what they're paying for isn't working, and if you want, it, it, let them have some sort of low-level, entry-level crisis care stuff. But then everybody gets affordable chiropractic care, and that's something that we have to kind of figure out: is what can we create as? And to me, that's why I love the kind of financial policies we use: is we've created an affordable healthcare system. Because we were interviewing for a new staff person. She said, how do you deal, with I thought was an interesting question, how do you deal with patients who can't afford, like, typical care? And I said, well, we have hardship fees. We have scholarships. Uh, uh, one scholarship a month for a child on the spectrum, if they are completely cannot afford it, I will work with them and we'll create some kind of special plan for that particular person. Because I want to see these kids more than I want to make the money off of that kid. So uh, it's a different way of approaching health. It's not about how much money I can make; it's about how much service I can give, right? So it's and that's a salutogenic model too. So like Dr. Sid used to always say, "I want to outgive the giver. I want I want that the universe has given us so much. I want to see if I can outgive that. And to me, that is a salutogenic model of healthcare. And that's why our healthcare system is failing because we're paying for the wrong thing and our model is completely incorrect. It shouldn't be pay for service, it should be pay for health. So I just wanted to share that with you.